found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. A tea gift to you all. It is a Friday, 26th day of the month of May. And a big, big good morning to you, Matthew. A big good morning to you, A big, my big good morning. How are you? Oh, just fantastic. Good to have you, and um, here we are. Here we are. Ready for the holiday weekend. Indeed. Great weather. Yeah. Couldn't ask for much better. So, um, we talked of doing a Memorial Day <coughs> holiday program today. Yeah. Of course, I'm ill-prepared. Right. I haven't done any research. Did you do any research with your... I did. ...official research pad? I did. Okay. <laughs> the, the research tablet was going... It was a furious thing. All right, so to talk about Memorial Day weekend, you got to talk about the the origins of it. Yes. Okay. If you had to guess. If I had to. Where did it originate from? Hmm. Ask the question again for me. It was born out of which time period? Time period. Yeah. Okay, I would have to say the uh, 1800s after the Civil War. You are... Absolutely correct. Thank you. Originated in Waterloo, New York. Waterloo. May 5th, 1866. Wow. Um, that's when there was this growing trend of people going out and decorating graves of Civil War, you know, yeah. uh, soldiers that lost their lives. And so Waterloo, <clears throat> according to my research, the first town to actually kind of shut the town down. And allow people to go out and do their decorating okay. for uh, these soldiers. Hmm. A couple of years later, a war general named John Logan, he led the way for everyone having the same day. So let's get, because every town did a little something different. Okay, you know? kind, of, kind of like back in the day, every town had their own time. Yeah, yeah. So they did their, their own <laughs> separate, you know, decoration day. They did their own separate thing. So he's like, let's get all on the same page and do it on May 30th. Okay. All right. And so they did just that. Um, and so the very first one was 1868, wow. where widows placed flowers on the 20,000 graves at Arlington. Wow. Yeah. This, uh, this went on, and it gained in popularity um, as time went on. However, the South... Oh, the, the South, South. The South refused to be a part of it. Oh, my. Because... Uh, they thought that it honored the North, okay. and so they would they would do their own thing. Okay. They would have their own celebrations. They would do their own memorial services. They would do their own celebrations. Some of them still happening today. If you think about it, there was still a lot of bad feeling. Oh yeah, between the North and South yeah. for many, many, many years after the Civil War. What brought us all together as one nation? What did? World War One. Is that right? Yes, it is. So it took that. It's a, it really did, because um, World War One, we lost 133,000 Americans in World War One. And in that war, we were only involved one year. Yeah. You know, that's that's the amazing part. Yeah. You know. So that, that war kind of united the country, finally. Yeah. Right? Which, that's what kind of happens when you go through a shared adversity you know you kind of come together and, and look look how things got so good as far as relations after 
Oh, you're right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You know, you're right. Well, I mean, we weren't seeing the the turmoil that we see no, now. And no, we were in this together. We were in this yeah, to be vigilant. Yeah. We are America. We're patriots. You yes, know, the whole yes. nine yards. Yeah, yeah, man. It was sure was absolutely. Um, so that kind of brought us all together, and then it continued on. Um, they started the wreath laying ceremony at the tomb of the unknown soldier in 1921. Wow. And uh, now, if I'm not mistaken, if I read something correctly, yeah, national cemeteries came into existence because of the number of dead from the Civil War. Yeah, that's how they originated. So, all twenty thousand of those uh, graves that were decorated mm-hmm. at Arlington mm-hmm. at that time were all Civil War vets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you ever you ever been to Arlington? No. It's incredible. It is absolutely incredible because. I think now I can't remember how many are there now. Um, I have I have that coming up. Okay, but, um, all right. It just goes on forever. I mean, it just goes on forever. Wow! It's just everywhere you look, there's gravestones. Now, if I'm not mistaken, now in order to be there, you have to have had some phenomenal record at battle. No, it? I think you. Or is it not? I can't remember. They they when we went on the tour, they told us the requirements okay. of being buried at Arlington. Let me see if I can look that up real quick. Okay. Cuz um cuz you know, originally they just had no place to put all the, you know. I I just can't imagine what those battlefields looked like from the Civil War. I just can't imagine. Right. I've seen some photographs, you know, but um you know, it's not really at all what it probably truly was. And back then they would, you know, I mean, the photographer would move the body and everything. Oh, yeah. You know, it's yeah. just, if you think, it's eerie. It's it just, you know, it's, it's an eerie <laughs> it, deal. It truly is. Yeah. Uh, let me see here. Arlington National Cemetery's eligibility requirements for burial and inurnment okay. are different from other national cemeteries that are maintained by the Department of Veterans Affairs. Eligibility for in-ground burial at Arlington is the most stringent of all U.S. national cemeteries. However, most veterans who have at least one day of active service, other than for training, and an honorable discharge are eligible for above-ground inurnment eligibility Hmm. is determined at the time of need. Uh, Let's see. Eligibility for interment at Arlington is verified at the time of need, time of death. Cannot be verified by the cemetery, blah, blah, blah. Hmm. So, just kind of a. How many are there? Does it say? Um, Do you have that later in your stories? Yeah. Okay. And because I don't want to ruin, you know, your uh, how much you've got set up here. Sure. Because you've done some incredible research. I'm quite sure. So, Matthew with his uh, DNM Enterprise. Two hundred sixty thousand. Wow. There you go. That's just phenomenal. 260,000 graves at Arlington National Cemetery. And you think they get a they get a flag every Memorial Day. Yeah. So how many people is it required to do that? Yeah, I know. We talked to Jim Stokes locally and it's amazing how many they distribute. And that's just for one county. Yeah. You know. Of course they're at various cemeteries that right. they cover, but right. my goodness. Well, we'll take a break. Matthew's done some incredible research. So we'll uh, continue with more. Perhaps uh, in the next piece of uh, material, we could start, uh, after we talk about uh, the real meanings of Memorial Day, start talking about some of the 
traditional things that people do okay. you know, during the holiday. So we'll uh, take our break and we'll be back with more. This is Tidbits. It's 6.36, and this is Tidbits, the Memorial Day weekend edition of Tidbits, as we kind of cover the history of Memorial Day, and Matthew's done a fine job up to this point. Thank you. You're quite welcome. So where do you go now with your info? Um... Memorial Day yes. is the second most popular grilling day. Is that right? Number one, okay. 4th of July. All right. All right. Um, but uh, let's see. The um, duh, 57% of Americans will be grilling on Memorial Day. Wow. Here's what they'll be grilling. Okay, here we go. Hamburgers. Okay. Steaks. Yes. Hot dogs. Mm-hmm. And chicken. Is that right? Now, speaking of hot dogs. Yes. It's estimated that over 800 hot dogs are eaten on Memorial Day per second. No kidding. Yeah. Per second. Per second. 72 million hot dogs are eaten on this day alone. That's incredible. 72 million. <laughs> that, that's just uh, unbelievable. Yeah. Um, Even more than that on the 4th, I presume, because of the hot dog eating contest. <laughs> So, do you want to know why? Okay, why? Do you want to know why? Why? The hot dog buns and hot dog packages do not match? Because you get eight. The number, yes. The right? numbers don't match. They don't. Yeah. You get eight hot dog buns, yeah. but there's usually ten. Yeah. Um, hot dog rolls are baked in pans that hold eight rolls. Okay. Coming off the trays in two sets of four buns. That's why your buns are still attached. Okay. Meanwhile, the hot dog distributors chose the number of hot dogs in a package, usually ten. Yes. Back in the 1940s, based on weight of the meat, and they have not changed. Is that right? Yeah. So that's why you always have yeah more wieners than buns. Yeah, and we're not changing. <laughs> so I guess the the average size wiener there makes a one pound pack of wieners yeah. with ten wieners. <laughs> so I never thought of that. Yeah, there you go. Um, Let's see here. Um, Memorial Day, some other traditions. Okay. Uh, American flag should be flown at half staff until noon before being raised. I didn't know that. Yeah. A 21, this, I, this, this to me, this part's fascinating. Okay. All right. Um, this, whole, this whole piece here. 21 gun salute, originally a peace declaration. Since there was a limited amount of ammo on ships, they would fire 21 cannonballs to announce they were unarmed. Those waiting on land would do the same, and both sides knew that the intentions of the other were peaceful. Who did think that? Yeah, I had no idea how its roots no. in, like, you yeah, know, ships. Yeah. Um, this had its roots in the ancient practice of pressing the point of your weapon into the dirt to show you had peaceful intentions when meeting the enemy. Hmm. The three-gun volley was sounded on the battleground to call a ceasefire for both sides to go onto the field and collect their soldiers. Wow. Once they finished, the three shots were fired again, and fighting would resume. (laughs) So it's like a press pause. That's terrible. Right? You know, to think that you're doing that, everybody plays by the rules. Yeah. There's probably somebody out there that's nervy. 
they would probably fire a volley because they you know they're scared yeah. you know i i don't know i just can't imagine you know you look at the trench warfare of world war one it's just unbelievable and to think that the, their idea is to just barrel out of those trenches and start <laughs> it was ridiculous it really was it really everybody's was. just getting mowed down you gain no ground at all no it was just unbelievable i don't get it yeah but uh man what well, what always i don't know especially when the the whole lining up and you're you know <laughs> it's like man. a few yards from each other and it's yeah. just blasting you know <laughs> it's just i don't get it gosh what but a I way get to it, you know. engage on a battlefield right and i guess you know when you land on normandy and those types of things you've got to get on there mm-hmm. so i understand that but you're still you know i mean there you are you're getting mowed down yeah. you know it's just it's just all the numbers it's in the numbers it is and it's just i it's a lot of courage if you, you think, without question I mean, that's just something i don't think you realize that uh, you can do until you got to do it mm-hmm. and uh, you know the more i've thought about it it's like my goodness yeah yeah it's incredible and not mm. not just you know and especially if you made it on the other side you know like if you if you survived that sort of yeah. warfare just what you saw yeah you know and how traumatic that would be mm. and how you live with those images in your head for the rest of your life i can't you know? imagine i can't imagine it's just and you know to think of the the veterans out there that have endured that you know mm-hmm. in any situation whether it be jungle warfare from oh yeah vietnam right to uh, you know to korea mm-hmm. and uh, the conditions that they i, I just you have to appreciate, truly appreciate, a veteran. You, you truly. Oh, do. without question, yeah. without question. Um, of course, Memorial Day. Also, one of the traditions is wearing red poppies. Yes, which was started by a reference from the poem "In Flanders Fields." Yes, which was actually written by a Canadian. Is that right? In 1915, John McRae. In Flanders Fields, the poppies blow between the crosses, row on row, that mark our place and in the sky. The lark still bravely singing fly, scarce heard among amid the guns below. Because that was in reference to World War One there. Yeah. And um, I, I know that uh, for years, local veterans uh, like the VFW or so forth would sell those little red poppies. Mm-hmm. And uh, you could wear your red poppy in honor of that. So. I feel like they used to drop them off here at the station. Yeah, we used to get them. We'd wear one for yeah, the day. Yeah, we would. Yeah. But if you look at our veterans locally, and, uh, you know, you could, I remember we had a big to-do uh, many, many years ago at the at the Legion, honoring veterans. Yeah. And, um, but if you look at the age of the average World War II vet. Oh, yeah. They're, they're getting, yeah. It's like about 100 almost. Yeah. You know, it's like, unless you lied, and there were guys lying about their age. <laughs> Can you imagine being 15 years old? And I know in your gut you think, man, this is what I want to do as you know, as a mm-hmm. young, and then to go do that, and it's just be that young. Did I you hear the story of the grand marshals for the Memorial Day parade locally? No, it's incredible. Okay, it really is. I wish I had their names in front of me. Okay, um, so I could give them their their due respect. I don't. Um, but um, there, there's going to be a co grand marshals okay. this year, which has never happened. All right, so. 
what it is, these two guys are best friends. Okay. Way back in the day. They, they lived here. They enlisted together. Okay. Went and fought in Africa, went up into Europe and fought. Yeah. They both came back home and settled here in Logansport. No kidding. And when they were asked to do the parade, they were asked separately. Both of them said, I'll do it if he does it. <laughs> but they're, yeah. you know, they're, I'm going to say they're in their hundreds. No kidding. Or they're at least pushing it. Yeah. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. So look forward to that. Yeah. During the parade. I wish I had their names in front of me. I I don't, but (laughs) incredible story. Yeah. Well, that's a long friendship. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I got some more stuff. Okay. Um, 97 members of the 118th Congress, which is our current Congress, have served in the U.S. military only the fourth time in the last 50 years with an increase at all on the total veterans elected. Is that right? Yeah. 100 million plus households worldwide will watch the National Memorial Day Parade on TV. 3.4 million people are expected to travel by plane over Memorial Day weekend, which is up 11% over last year. And I know prices are up. Yes. You know, to, to fly. But And we'll probably end up with some stories out of this upcoming weekend. Oh, I'm sure we will. Travel. I'm with, sure we will. With air, yeah. But um, I I never considered Memorial Day a weekend that you would really do a lot of plane travel. Yeah, I just, you know? yeah. Because usually you associate that with flying back home to see the family, yeah, yeah. Thanksgiving, Christmas, you know, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But um, never really Memorial Day, but how about that? Well, it does this officially start the, you know, the summer season? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So 818 number, uh, 18, let me start over. Let me try that again. 818 hot dogs will be consumed every second from Memorial Day to Labor Day. That's 7 billion hot dogs in total. So beginning, 7 billion. So beginning on Labor Day through the Memorial, Memorial Day. Day through Labor Day. Yes. Seven, that many wieners will seven, be consumed. 7 billion. And they're supposed to be so bad for you. You know, we, we've read that. Yeah. You know, yeah. Eating a couple of wieners is taken off how many years ago? Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, so I don't, you know, that's a whole lot of hot dogs. Right. All right. Uh, let's see. Here's some other numbers from Memorial Day. 47 million veterans have served the country in wartime. Wow. That's a pretty large number. Projected number of living wartime veterans in 2023 is 14 million. Hmm. Uh, 260, yeah, I told you that earlier. Yeah. 260,000 graves, Arlington. Um, 3 p.m. is the national moment of re- remembrance as designated by Congress in 2000. Okay. See, I never knew. I've never heard that. 3 p.m. 3 p.m. Okay. That's when you stop and have a moment of silence. See, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Never did. Um, Which, you know, it it makes me laugh that the very first Memorial Day was 1866. Yes. And everybody got on the same page in 1868. It wasn't until 1971 that we decided to make it a federal holiday and put it on the 4th. Monday in May. See, I didn't even remember that being official. In my lifetime, I've always just thought it was. Okay? Mm-hmm. 
but see, at some point, 1971, they decided, hey, it's right. going to be. Why did it take that long? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> you know. It seems like it's a no-brainer. You know, like, take well, five yeah. minutes, vote on it, and get it. <laughs> you know, don't attach a bunch of stuff to right, it. Right, right. Just, just, <laughs> make, it, yeah, just make it happen. Yeah, so 1971. 1971. Right. Did, did the dates vary before or something? You know, because it seems like that's always been the case. You know, now you got to make sure that, you know, like Thanksgiving is this Thursday yeah. of the month of November. Right. And I presume Memorial Day is the final Monday. It's the fourth Monday. Fourth Monday. Fourth Monday. Of any? Of May. Of May. Of May. So it could fall. All right. So it's the fourth. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. Um, let me see. What else do I have? Rolling to Remember continues the tradition of Rolling Thunder, the annual Memorial Day motorcycle rally in D.C. Wow. Making the 36th consecutive year of raising awareness for what they do. Um, so earlier we said Waterloo yes. was the first town to do. Okay. 25 other cities have laid claim to being the birthplace of <laughs> 25. Okay. So so they all uh, they're all fighting for that number right. one spot. However, history.com declares Waterloo. Okay. So I'm going to go with that. All right. I'm going to err on their side because they've done more research than me. <laughs> um b- 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 So we've been talking about Anheuser-Busch and they're Yes. Maybe they can make up for it. Okay, here we go. Top periods for beer sales. Okay. Number one, 4th of July. Number two, Memorial Day. Okay. Number three, Labor Day. Okay. We'll see. I still think they're going to see some some lousy outcomes for the upcoming holiday. It's just been happening that way for them. Right. Um, sales of meat. Okay, meat. All right, so various meat. meat. Okay. So hamburger, hot dogs, chicken, Steaks, whatever. Could even be slick meat. Could be slick meat, whatever. Sales of meat for Memorial Day. You got to remember, this is one day. One point six billion dollars. One day. We love our meat, man. We love our wow. our grilled meat for sure. That's incredible. Yeah. No wonder why you know. I mean, you look at how much is purchased, and for any given, yeah, you know, that's an, a lot. That yeah. is so much. Of course, meat prices, if you've been out there shopping, you may not be serving those great cuts you have in the past for your upcoming <laughs> celebration. It's true. You know, maybe in the past you've done, you know, let's say, porterhouse. <laughs> well, this year you've cut back. Okay. Hey, we're going with burgers this year. I'm sorry, folks. <laughs> you know, I don't know. <laughs> right. Now, I presume the numbers were down, you know, a few years ago with COVID. You know, I would imagine. Were, you know, I would so. imagine. Because we're still kind of getting back from that. Yeah. You know, that's a, boy, that's a lot of meat. It is a lot of meat. (laughs) Absolutely. So there you go. Some tidbits pertaining to Memorial Day. And here we are. Brings us to a close. With that thought in mind, we will not do a program Monday. Right. And uh, hopefully all of you will have a good holiday weekend and be safe. Absolutely. Be safe. And, um. We'll see you all on Tuesday. Okay. Matthew, you have a good one. All right. Be safe. All right, then. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like. 
and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.